Shabbat of Tzadik Het, the last thing we were discussing was the case of throwing from Shutra Shutra Bim to Shutra Bim to Shutra Hid in the middle. We saw on the bottom of Tzadik Zan Amud Aleph. Our bizme hayev hachamim potrim, and we saw mahloket between Rav and Shmuel. What exactly? Uh, what exactly was the mahloket? Then we saw on the bottom of tzaddik zan amud bed, person tosh from reshut rabim to reshut rabim to reshut hid in the middle, and if it went four amot, we say it does accumulate. That means we do add two amot from this reshut rabim and two amot from reshut rabim. And the person would be hayav, and we don't say that the fact that it passed through reshut hayachid is as if it stopped there. We don't say it's a. We don't say keluta kemashon ha. It's not like it stopped, got up, and went. With that, we are starting tzadik het amud aleph about three lines in. Amar Rav Shemuel bar Yehuda. Now we're on the fourth line. Amar Rav Aba. Amar Rav Huna. Amar Rav Hamavir. Arba amot b'shut rabim mekora. Person walks through a shut rabim with a roof. Um, for amot patur lefishen odomel the midbar. You didn't carry the way we carried in the midbar. In the midbar, there was no roof. Or, or, if a person carries with the place where there's a roof, you're not hayav. Ini v'ha agalot. What about the agalot? The agalot that were in the mishkan, dem korotavian. They had uh, they had uh, a roof. The amarav mishum rebihia agalot. The agalot the the wagons. That uh, that uh, they carried the the beams. They carried the beams for the mishkan. Now, when we're coming to the uh, when we're coming to discuss the agalot, I just want to give like just want to explain that uh, think of uh, think of a car. The car is facing uh, north to south, and the head of the car is facing north. The back is facing south, and you put a mattress on top. The mattress is from east to west. That's the way the long side of the mattress is facing from east to west. Now there was forty-eight, uh, there were forty-eight beams in the Mishkan. Uh, they'd put uh, twelve in the north, twelve in the south, six in the east, six on the west, and there was two for the the, the corners. There was four uh, wagons, so each one had twelve on it. Now each wagon, you know, didn't want to have too many uh, uh, one on top of the other, too many beams one on top of the other, but and didn't want it too tight either. So there had to be a little bit of space when you're putting it on. And we're going to see a look at how they put it on. Now the way the now the way the, these wagons worked was there was a wagon and the way you place things on there was a little like uh, maybe a little uh, stick or something coming out and that's where you attach the wheel. So now when we say tahtehen uh, beneath them. Ben the area between one uh, one wagon and the other, vetsidehen, and between I guess the wagon and its own wheel, right? There's a, and I guess including the the width of the wheel also. Reshut arabim, they're all considered reshut arabim, even though these areas were covered, they're still considered reshut arabim. And if in the midbar they would be hayav and they're considered uh, roofed. Why is Rav saying that a person who walks four amot b'shut rabim, which is roofed, is patur? Sigma so explains bidrata. When Rav was talking, he was talking about the space that was that was under the wagon between the beams. So, for example, if we put uh, three beams one on top of the other, then uh, you put a little bit of space, and then another three beams one on top of the other. Then you have uh, that space in between is con- he would be considered shutarabim, but directly under the beams is not considered shutarabim because that's roofed. Now the Gemara asks Mikdi, let's see, how big, how long was this wagon? 
חמש עמים, הוא ייסד חמש אמות, פייב אמות, פוטיה דקרש כמה הוואי. How wide was this uh, with this cash? Remember, the length was going from east to west. They were facing north to south. So how big was the width? I'm tau paga, and I'm and a half. Kama motiv. So how many could you put over there? Tlata, so you'd put uh, three groups. I guess four, four, and four. Pasha le paga de amtau, because you're missing now half an ama. Because if each one's a ama and a half, that's four and a half. So now you're missing half an ama. What do you do with that? So kishade le mor bene bene. Okay, if you're going to split that, the half ama between these three groups, and that area is like a cover. It's like a lavud. It's like sort of like a imaginary connected. So let's take, take that half ama. It's too small that if you're going to split it into, into two or three open spaces, it's going to sort of be like connected with the, with the, the group next to it. And therefore, the area under is, can, should be considered covered. So what exactly are we talking about with these wagons? So the Gemara answered, No, they weren't put it on their flat side where it's a ama and a half in uh, width. They were put it on the skinny side. And now that uh, space in between is a little bit more. Okay. So the Gemara asked, How big was it? Amta? It was an ama? Okay, fine. So how many would you put? Four groups, I guess, of three, 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 three. Pasha de amta. Then fine, okay. Now you have an ama. Kishadele more bene o bene kelavudame. And okay, so take that ama. You have to split it. Let's say ama is six tefahim. Um, you're gonna have to make three open spaces. Tut fahim, tut fahim, tut fahim. That area should be also considered lavud, sort of like connected, and the area under should be considered like roofed. Now I understand according to the Manda Amar where there where the, the, the beams would start out like a as thick as Ama, but then they would sort of sort of slant towards the top and they would be as and at the top they would be as skinny as a finger. Shapir, now I understand what Rav was talking about. Could be they put the skinny part in the uh, on the agalot. With the fat part sticking out the one way and the really, really skinny part a different place. So maybe you have a little bit more space to work with. According to the Mandamar, where they were, they were uh, an wide uh, going up all the way to the top, from the bottom to the top. How do you explain Rav? There's, meaning the area should be Lavud. So how could you say that it's like uh, the Bidbar? Amarav Kahana Be'at the way they set up the, the beams was a stack of two, one on top of the other, one on top of the other, and then you make a big space, and then two. Two in the front and two in the back. So you have a stack in the front, two, and on top of it, two, and on top of it, two, and then you have a st- uh, two stacks in the back of two, two, and two. This way you have uh, 12. And the area in between won't be lavud, and that's how you could explain uh, the, what Rav said. Now Rashi brings another perush before he explains the perush he just mentioned. Tosfota and Rabbeinu Hananel have a shita, and there's a lot of different shitot, but just to, to keep it simple, we're going to go with Rashi the entire time. So now the Gemara asks, Where would he put these uh, the, these pairs? Agabad Agala, you want to put it on top of the Agala? Agala gufa The Agala, then the wagon itself is already... Uh, it's already roofed. 
Now, meaning they're, uh, they're thinking like sort of like, let's say one of the, uh, let's say a cart that we, that we move uh, suitcases in the airport, where you're putting the, the krashim on top of the, the flat, uh, the flat bed of the, of the cart. So the flat surface on the air, on the bottom of the cart is roofing over the, the Rishut Arabim. And that area directly under it would be Rishut Arabim. But the problem is that's too small of an area to be considered Rishut Arabim. The, the, meaning that, that flat surface was too low. Uh, so you don't even get the Rishut Arabim area over there. So how could you call it Rishut Arabim? So the Gemara says, Amar Shmuel Bitedot. Now we're talking about this pen. We're, we're talking about that it wasn't a flat surface. These wagons. It was maybe like maybe uh, maybe like a maybe a piece of wood from one side to the other to hold it together. But it was really there was panels on the side of the wagon, and you would place the the beams on top of the panels, and you would put two sets in the front, two sets in the back, and stack three on top. When Rav said that it was under the area under the agalaz Rashuta Rabim. He was talking about that, that open area between the beams. Tanu Rabbanan, Kirashim milmatan ovyan amau ma'ala kalin vochin ad ketzba. They were, the Kirashim, the, the beams were amah uh, thick on the bottom and they would uh, slant all the, until they were as thin as a, uh, a finger on the top. Shinimar, yu tamim al rosho. And they should be tamim by the head. Ulalanu omer, by the Yarden River, when Yeshua split it, it said that they were they were split they were splitting and it was getting smaller and smaller. Meaning, uh, we see the word Tamu meaning uh, finish. So this he wanted to understand uh, Tamim over here by the by the beams as they're getting skinnier. That's the very beautiful. They were ama uh, thick from the bottom to the top. It says they were they were complete the yahdav. I mean together they were meaning they were equal from the top to the bottom. The hakitiv tamim. Okay, Rabbi Nachman, what do you do with the word tamim? We want you to bring complete pieces. We don't want you to bring broken pieces to the to, to the mishkan. What do you do with that? Explains we don't want them uh, out of order. We want them to be in a straight line. We don't want one in, one out, one in, one out. We want it to be straight order, perfect. Okay. According to the one who says they were ama thick from the bottom to the top. It shows you that you have to have two corner uh, uh, beams. This way, you to to fit in perfectly in the corner, so that you won't have like an empty uh, th- uh, an empty space by the corners. Uh, the width of the two corner ones fill in that empty space by the corner. Meaning, the way they put it in, they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't uh, have the uh, the, they wouldn't have the uh, the beams the, the the row of beams on the longer side on the north and south go into the mishkan go into the area of the uh, of the, the width of the mishkan 
rather the width and the corner uh, again the last one by the width and the last one by the corner uh, by the the length would meet each other and they're only their corners touch so you need to fill up that space corner would be a very very big problem why because one of them is going to be sticking out and one of them is going to be sticking inwards they're not going to be equal they're not going to be in a straight line they're going to be uh, they're going to be in and out over there by the corner so the gemara explains the shafer lehu kiturin take those two corner beams and you would uh, slant them like a mountain from both sides and this day they would fit in perfect and it would look the it would look complete now we're going to talk uh, about you know more mishkan things and we're going to talk about that uh, the beams now what i want to take a look at uh, rashi he has a picture over there now just uh, i'm going to go from the bottom up i'm going to explain what exactly is going on with the picture so on the bottom you have uh, adanim those are sockets and you have uh, yadot basically uh, these are uh, they're sort of like handles this way you could put the sockets into them and connect one uh, one beam to the other then we're going up you have the biryah which is a pole that you put uh, in a ring and you see the tabaot you see tabaot number one uh, one on the bottom one on, and then there's number two on the top or the opposite um, then so you put the pole over there to connect uh, the one keresh with the next one then you have in the middle you have Biriya Hatikhon. Biriya Hatikhon goes through the actual beam and it connects uh, all the beams one to the other. Mamash goes through the beam. Then you have Biriya Ha'ehad, which is on the top, which is on the outside of part of the beam. Now going to talk about that Biriya uh, Hatikhon, the one that goes through in the middle. Biriya Hatikhon Betocha Kerashim. It says it goes from one thing, it goes from one side to the other. It would go through like a miracle because it would start off uh, on one side of the Mishkan. You would put the straight pole in and it would somehow miraculously go around and come out on the other side of the Mishkan. Now the Gemara is going to go into a whole bunch of nafkamina between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nehemia legabet what they said and what the what's going on with the Mishkan. So number one, the next the pasuk they're going to they're going to discuss it. Ve Hamishkan ba'ama. The Mishkan you're going to make ten uh, curtains. Uh, each curtain is going to have a length of. 28 ama now this mishkan that we're talking about is not the actual mishkan we're talking about the covers there's different type there was like a few different uh, covers on top of the mishkan to a few different curtains the bottom curtain the one that was uh, directly on top of the actual uh, mishkan walls I mean, if you look up you see that uh, ceiling that was called a mishkan it was 28 amot long and the thing is each piece was made 28 by 4 28 by 4 28 by 4 we would sew it together and you'd have two sheets of 28 by 20 so that the mishkan the curtain would be 28 by 40 and the way it would work is they would put the long side by the by the width and they would put the the wide side by by the length 28 side would go on the the width and you'd have uh, the the short the wide side which is the the 20 the, the four side which is really like they sewn it and it became 40 they'd put that on towards the length now let's look at the pasuk 28 
Shade or Kayule Putiaya the Mishkan. Let's put the length by the width of the Mishkan. Kamahavya, what's the length? I see Mutmane 28. Dal Asar Le Igra. So you need 10 for the roof. The roof, the width of the Mishkan was 10 Amot. Now, so you have nine at the left on this side and nine left on that side. According to Rabbi Huda, which they became slanted, so you have exactly uh, enough. So, you'd have it come exactly down and you it would uh, you it would cover everything except that Amav uh, Adanim, the sockets on the bottom. Who felt that the, the walls themselves, the, they were uh, the the beams were an amav from the top from the bottom to the top. That well, that that there's ten for the actual empty space roof over the mishkan. Now you need an extra ama on both sides. Now you're left with eight on each side, which now you're gonna have migalya ama da kerashim. So now you're gonna have not only the adanim open, you're gonna have an ama from the kerashim open. Now shadiyat putayu lerokaya the mishkan. Take the width, which is the 444, which equals up to 40. Lerokada mishkan, by the length of the mishkan. Kama havya. What would you have? Arba'in amot. Arba'in, you'd have 40 amot. Dalte latin legra, you'd have 30 for the wall. Pasha lehu'aisa, you have left at 10 open space. Rabbi Yehuda, mikasiya amada danim. According to Rabbi Yehuda, everything was covered from the top to the bottom, including the danim. Ulebina hamya, migalya amada danim. You'd have, because you have 10 left, uh, one uh, and he holds you need that ama on and uh, on the top you would that adanim would be open you only have nine open next we're going to be talking about uh, the next uh, curtain which is called ohel now this oil was made and the length was 30 and each piece was four but they wouldn't do 10 pieces they would do 11 pieces so the length would be 30 and the width would be uh, if you connect everything together would be 44 so now you're going to make a goat hair uh, curtains for the ohel, for that second roof. The length was 30. Take the length, which is the 30, uh, by the width of the mishkan. It would be 30. Minus 10 for the, for, the, for the open area on the top of the roof. Uh, you have 10 left on this side, 10 left on this side. Which he held it was slanty. You cover everything, including the uh, the Adanim on the bottom. You'd have the Adanim open. We also have another Braita. With the Yeriot, you'd have an extra Ama on each side just hanging out. Do you understand that? to cover that amav adanim you want to cover that ama of uh, of that keresh which you're only going to end up revealing the, the adanim now I'll take that uh, width which was the 44 because we had a uh, we had 11 uh, curtains of four amot width uh, connected together What's, how, what's uh, the width? Arba'in ve'arba, 44 amot. Delta latin legra, 30 for the roof. Pasha lehu arba, so you have 14 left. Delta tele kafla, you'd always leave two in the front hanging over uh, the open space part of the mishkan, which is the, far, the, the, the front, which is the east. You uh, you folded it towards oil. Pasha lehu tatesel, okay, so now you have 12 for the back. Towards the west. 
Hainu dekhtiv chatsi ayriyah odefet tisrach. Going to Rabbi Yehuda, which was slanty, so you have 12 left, um, 10 going down, covering everything, and you have a two uh, sticking out a little bit extra on the floor. Beautiful, that's half a yiriyah, because each yiriyah was four, right? Four with, uh, so two sticking out. What does tisrah uh, mean? How's you ha- you don't have those uh, half yiriyah uh, uh, being extra laying on the floor. Uh, so Egmar explains, Rabbi Nehemiah would be mefaresh tisrah mehavroteah. He explains it just be longer than the other uh, curtains, but not uh, hanging on the on the floor to amot. Rather, one would be to cover the adanim and one be be hanging off the floor. Tana dever bishmael lema mishkan dome. What's the mishkan like? Leisha shemalechet bashuk. A lady walking in the shuk, and she has her, I guess her gown or her cloak, it's hanging on the floor behind her. Sort of like a bride marching down the aisle with a, with a piece of her gown sticking behind her. The kirashim on the bottom had like sort of like pegs sticking out. And the adanim that were empty and they would put the the, the I guess the, the hands sticking out of the kerashi of the beams they'd put it into the sockets and the hooks in the loops they, they look like the stars in the sky the ritva says between the sparkle of the gold and the blue bra- black ground they, they looks, uh, that it looks like the stars in the sky okay we'll start right here Baruch Hashem Le'olam Amen Ve